Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Right Now podcast, the student ministry podcast here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church, where we want to talk about what God is doing right now. And I'm excited today because I am joined <laughs> by this person to my left that I call Miss Bethany. Bethany, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You're the only person that has had that title yes. before their name, Miss Bethany. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty honored. Now, pretty stoked. why do you have that title though? Because I, being the respectful child I am, <laughs> refer to Chase Falk as Mr. Chase. You do always call me Mr. Always. You might be the only person <laughs> ever. I had, that have called me Mr. Chase. My mom told me I needed to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you call Auburn Mr. Auburn? Mr. Auburn, sir. Mr. Auburn, sir. So is that like more respectful? You're being more respectful to him than you are more me? More facetious than respectful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Bethany, thanks for hanging out today and talking on the podcast. I told Auburn I was excited to have this conversation with you today and just uh why we do this podcast, Bethany, has been thinking about Ephesians chapter 5, where it tells us to live as wise people, not unwise, and making the most of every opportunity that God has given us. And so that's the opportunity that we have as believers today, live in the moment. We're looking and knowing that Jesus will return. Our hope is in eternity. Our hope is in heaven. But we have the opportunity for heaven to come down on earth and us experience Jesus here and right now think about the things that God is doing. And so before we jump into our three questions, a little surprise question for you. Okay. How's that make you feel? A little nervous. Do you like surprises? I don't, not at all. Not at all. Or have you, okay, have you ever like pulled off like an ultimate surprise on somebody? Um, I think so, quite a bit. Okay, so you like to pull off a surprise, but you don't like to be surprised. Right, I'm a big overthinker, so I try to overthink every single scenario for every single situation so that I'm not surprised. It doesn't work, but I try. <laughs> so I thought about that for you. Like, I knew that about you, so yeah. I was kind of concerned about this first question. But as simple as this, all right, if you could do anything tomorrow, money wasn't an issue, time wasn't an issue, what would you do right now if you could do anything? Okay, I think I would go to the beach. Just the and beach. And I would bring my whole family, all my friends, just go to the beach, maybe stay overnight and get a bunch of good food, go shopping. And maybe if money wasn't an issue. Yeah, while money's I was down not there, an issue. I would buy my mom a new car. Wow. Okay. Mom a new car, time at the beach. Are you mm -hmm. like a person that could just sit on the beach all day? In moderation. Okay. I can go like two hours at a time, but then I need cool down time. <laughs> my phone needs cool down time. <laughs> so. <Cool. laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, we're not at the beach, but if we could go to the beach, right. we would. But let's pretend we are at the beach having this conversation today, make it fun. So, Right now, first question for us on the podcast today, um, what is what is it that God is teaching you in your life right now? Okay, so I am an avid perfectionist, and I'm also very competitive. And so as a perfectionist, I'm always seeking for more. But as someone who's competitive, I'm always seeking to be more. And so with both of that, both of those put together, living life in the fullest has been very difficult for me, especially in the past year with COVID and how that's kind of rocked all of our worlds and kind of shifted our plans, I've realized how important it is to live in the fullest because you never know what it's going to be like tomorrow. And I remember two months ago, I was reading in Ephesians and I remember realizing that I wasn't living life in the fullest and praying a specific prayer that God would um, remind me in his word what it's like to live life in the fullest. And so I remember the next day, the next couple of days, 
in Ephesians, I remember Paul talking about the fullness of Christ and the fullness of God. And so I, I kind of took that as my answer. And so then I was like, okay, so living life in the fullest means being filled with and attaining to the fullness of God. And so then that led me to my next kind of quest, I guess, in the word, which was what is the fullness of God? And so that took me immediately. I thought of Galatians whenever Paul's talking about the fruits of the spirit and the spirit is joy. Spirit is love, goodness, kindness, peace, patience, and so on. And so the fullness of God is the same thing. And so then it kind of gave me this piece of information that if the spirit is my source of joy, I mean, the spirit is my, is my um, source of joy, peace, goodness, yeah. et cetera. And since the spirit is my source of all these things, the world cannot take it from me because the world simply has not given it to me. And so whenever I put it in that perspective, it's easier to live life in the fullest because the world can't give it to me, but it's something that God can give to me and he's consistent and he's never fading. And so no matter what happens tomorrow, the um, God of the universe still loves me and he's still there and he gives life so abundant that living life in the fullness fullest is no problem. Yeah. That's so good, Bethany. Take me back for just a second to where you began in that and the fact of realizing you weren't experiencing the fullness of God. Take me back to that for a second. How did you get to that place? What was it that led you to the understanding, man, there's more to this? What would you say to that? Um, I remember specifically one day a few weeks ago, I was running and it was a beautiful day outside, blue skies in the 60s. And I mean, that's just my favorite weather right there. And I was running and then I just sat down for a minute, just looking up at the sky. And I was yeah. like, this is such a beautiful life. I mean, the world is so broken, but life itself is so beautiful and precious and abundant. And I felt almost like convicted of selfishness for a minute for living life in a way that I was thinking about the past or about the future and I couldn't live in the very moment that God had given me. Yeah. So I felt very convicted of ungratefulness. And then I remembered just life is so abundant and it just, the more I thought about it, the more I just kept smiling and I was like, how could I not realize this? That's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Such a neat story. It reminds me of something our pastors told us today as a staff and talked about just remembering who God is. And I think sometimes it takes moments where we're, in different situations mm -hmm. outside or in a context where we're not in kind of the routine of life to see him, but then grasp his, how great he is, how big he is, how mighty he is. And it puts us at a place to see really how small we are, but to know that we have an opportunity to experience that God mm -hmm. and the fullness that he brings. You know, I think about for our listeners and viewers today, you know, it comes down to, I think what you said, are we experiencing the fullness of self or the fullness of God? Because you mm -hmm. talked about that selfish living and it's all either about self or God. And so we'd encourage y'all today as you're listening to this or watching this, you know, Bethany's testimony here is a great testimony of thinking through what you're filling your life with and uh, how you're walking daily and experiencing that. And so Bethany, thanks for sharing that great answer. And I would say this, I probably would not have been running. Um, I'd been more of the one <laughs> sitting and just chilling. People always are, some people like to joke. And when I say I went running, they want to know if I, someone was chasing me or what was chasing me just because I'm not a big avid runner. So is that, but you are avid runner. 
for the past like three weeks I have okay, been. It comes weeks. and goes, but I love fitness. And it's almost my one year anniversary of working out. And wow. so for the next year, I want to have something, a little pizzazz added to it. Pizzazz. So running is your pizzazz? Running for... and better tracking my nutrition. Okay. All right. Maybe we should talk later about that because <laughs> there's nothing tracking on this nutrition side. All right. So next question on the Right Now podcast today, Bethany, how and, and in what ways can God use your generation right now to influence and make an impact? Um, Something I've realized lately within my generation is that we don't always fully grasp the severity of sin, but it is still, whenever we grasp that severity, we still need to humbly accept the grace that God's bestowed upon that us. That's really good. Yeah. And um, I, that's something that I mean, I myself am not good at. But being a perfectionist, I am very on myself. Whenever I mess up, I'm like, oh, Bethany, that was bad. You need to, you need to fix this. Yeah. And so I don't do too well with the accepting the grace part. And so it's a big balancing act that I myself am not good at, but I have realized I need to work on. And I think my whole generation could really benefit from working on that as well. Because let's go a little bit further in that, because God working in your generation in that, what would that lead your generation to? It, and, and really me, anybody, us mm -hmm. as believers today and in general in 2021 now, there's not a... I think I think you put it great of the understanding of the magnitude of sin. Like, what would that lead us to? Would you say specifically now talking back to your generation though? What would that lead your generation to if they and you guys and again all of us really understood that? What would I you say to that? It would draw us nearer to Christ and really looking in the full image of Him. Yeah. Because being in the image of God goes so much deeper than I think is really addressed these days, especially with cultural Christianity, which is something I'm really passionate about. And I think it really begins with the inside and then goes towards the outside. And so really, in order to really reflect Christ, I think we have to acknowledge how we aren't like him before we can do anything else. And it's not uncom it's not comfortable. It's very uncomfortable to realize the truth because the truth hurts sometimes. Yeah. But in order to look like Christ, it, it's going to be an uncomfortable process. Yeah, that's such a good thing to think about, Bethany, I think. We don't put ourselves in that place to really have those thoughts and uh, even talk to people about that. Like, I don't know that I've ever really <laughs> even had a conversation with someone about really how do you get to a place to understand the, multi the magnitude of sin and what that does in our world today. And so uh, that's something to keep having conversations. Uh, I've said this before on this podcast, but that'll preach right there. And Bethany, we might let you talk more about that one day. <laughs> so, all right, next question. Last question. Okay. You ready? I think so. You sure? <laughs> What is one area that's of just topic right now within our culture um, that's of great interest to you? What's a current kind of climate type thing that's uh, of great interest right now to you? Okay. This is something I was actually really nervous about, but because I don't like to stress myself out, yeah. I try my very best not to get stressed out and getting involved in current events really stresses me out. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to bring you to the stress <laughs> today okay. on the podcast. But... Um, <laughs> I guess censorship, how censorship in America has kind of stripped away freedom of speech, but only if you're speaking one side of it. Because I remember Sunday, Dr. I mean, not Dr. Brother Ray. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. No, that's all um, right. He likes that. It's a compliment. That. Yeah, Dr. Um, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. I remember Brother Ray talking about um, how there's only one truth. There isn't this person's truth or that person's truth, but there's one truth, and that's God's truth. And it's almost as if culture has become 
that you can only speak freely if you're speaking this person's truth, not the ultimate truth. Yeah. And um, going off of that, I've noticed on social media like censorship and how things have been put out there and they've been labeled as untrue simply because it goes along with a different side of political views. And um, I don't want to get into that topic, but that's just something that really intrigues me right now, censorship. So how do you deal with that then? How do you, as a teenager in today's world, deal with that? I think really this is something that everyone has dealt with at some point, not necessarily not necessarily political, but I mean, think about gossip. It always comes from different sources. right? And so it really goes back to going straight to the source and assessing it from there instead of going to a branch of the source, going yeah. to the original seed yeah. of the source. And um, which is kind of comforting because... The Bible is the ultimate source of all knowledge. That's good. And, um, and so whenever we go to the Bible, instead of going to something that could be labeled as untrue or something that we don't know is true, we can go to the Bible, which is always true. Yeah. And it really just, you just have to go to the source. You know, I love that idea because very few people in our world today are tracing faults or truth or conversations or things they've heard back to the source. Mm-hmm. It's just a hearsay thing or someone posts something or you read this on a Twitter feed and you're just taking it as truth. Mm-hmm. And the depth there of taking words and not just believing them because of a certain status quo person saying something, but believing it because, no, this is something that I have researched. This is something that ultimately, as we've said, the Bible being the truth, I've gone to there, studied it, God's confirmed it with me, and this is what I believe mm-hmm. and why. And so Bethany is so proud of that answer and uh, just that that topic in general. That's not something that is easy to bring up it's and not. easy to think about and really to call out too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a really big deal in our culture today. And so um, Bethany, it's been fun. It has been fun. You have done a tremendous job <laughs> Thank you. on the podcast today. So thankful for you. We are proud of you. I'm excited for the days ahead in our church and student ministry um, and excited for what God has planned for you. And I uh, just can't say thank you enough for all that you do in our student ministry. And uh, we are looking forward to um, this podcast and God using it to um, encourage those that are listening and viewing it um, today. And so thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. You heading to the beach now? I wish. You wish. You wish. I love it. So thanks for checking out today's Right Now podcast, the student ministry podcast here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. We'd encourage you as always to like and share and subscribe and uh, allow other people to experience the podcast as well. And again, thankful for this conversation with Bethany. And we look forward to what God is going to do in the days ahead as we seek to live our life right now for his glory. 